When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bob Nation. Let's go. Who you got for DC? Mike Vrabel or Pete Carroll? Uh, Bill Belichick. Okay. <laughs> Welcome into DMVR Buffs Prime Time. We're presented by Illegal Pete's. Everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Um, weird day. Yep. Yep. Uh, those of us who were around for the Davis Webb saga <laughs> are uh, having a little bit of PTSD today. Marshawn Neeland. Yeah, not as much. Not as much. That one, for some reason, didn't hurt quite the same. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, the uh, the longtime Buffs fans have been here before. In fact, Davis Webb pulled the rug out much later than, uh, than yeah. DJ Lundy did. Yeah. So that, that one was worse. But, you know, as it relates to the questions of can he do this and that, this, that, and the other thing, if you were here for Davis Webb, you, you know you, you can do this. Yep. Um, so, yeah, DJ Lundy. The news today, he is withdrawn from the portal. He's returning to Florida State. Um, I mean, this guy was going to be a crown jewel of this transfer class. Kind of a whole weird situation. He opts out of the bowl game, enters the portal. Um, is supposedly the the commit over signing day, announces on Christmas, and then just like a week and a half later, he's going back to school. I mean, he posted pictures yesterday. Uh, yeah, like him and Buffs gear. Yeah, and then the old, um, the old Seminole for life uh, doesn't quite hit the same when you were just posting pictures of Buffs gear yesterday. So there's a lot of things that could have. Did he just decide to go back? Do you think is it an NIL issue or an academic issue? Like, if you have a question at any point in your life. Nine times out of ten, the answer is this was money-related. True. <laughs> um, but there is one other potential thing that I think could be at play here. Um, is there any way we can turn one of these fans off? There's just too many, <laughs> too many fans going. <laughs> Can't hear myself think. Um, there's one other potential option. And to me, that is that DJ Lundy had a conversation or got some uh, found out who the next defensive coordinator was and didn't feel as though he was as much a fit for their defense uh than he was for charles kelly's defense mm -hmm. and so like i said nine times out of ten it's money and i would bet that i would put 90 percent of my feelings on this uh that that it was probably nil total money related wow that is nice <laughs> Um, but I do think there's a, there's a potential other, uh, there's a potential other kind of possibility there. I mean, I don't really know. Um, it's tough to say what really happened here, but yeah, I'd assume it's something academically or NIL related. Like it has to be, if you, I know it was a weird kind of issue for FSU, this whole bowl game, but he left the team. I mean, 
He avoided an ass whipping. <laughs> he did, but <laughs> he could have just opted out and stayed on the team. Like he was gone. Like, oh no, he was gone. He was gone for sure. Yeah. Uh, and he was, you know, essentially silently committed to Colorado for a while before mm -hmm. Christmas. Um, so he he had been on the Colorado train, not just since Christmas, which is what now two weeks. Yeah, uh, a little that. over that. Mm -hmm. um, but even for a week before that. So you know, this this Colorado thing, it's not like it was a quick flash in the pan you know we see a lot of guys enter the portal uh to leverage more nil yep and then go back i think this one was potentially a little more of a battle a little uh you know back and forth mm -hmm. um there's a, if i were to guess i would say that um florida state had a certain nil budget and they might have had some left over and they were like let's you know reach back out and see if right. he'll come back um the the real losers of all this are all of the fsu fans who shit on him when he left there's a lot of them. Too. There's so many of them. Yeah. Um, because they're one of the most unhinged fan bases <laughs> in sports. Uh, so they all decided that they hated DJ Lundy and that he sucked. Uh, and it's real awkward. It's like if your buddy breaks up with your his girlfriend and you're like, God, she was a bitch. I hated her. And then like two days later, they're back together and she like walks in the house. Yeah. And you're just like, <laughs> shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> to go back to your point about DC, though, I mean, we haven't seen too many guys, I think, deflect from Colorado or, I don't know, make a decision not to come other than DJ Lundy. Yep. I don't think it's something that's really playing too much of a factor. And I, if you're a player, you could probably just ask and you'll be told who the defensive coordinator is or exactly what the plan is yes, at this totally. point. So I don't know. I don't think that that's exactly why I know a lot of fans are going to think that. This is exactly what's going on, but it's a lot of moving parts in college football these days. Yeah, I mean, from everything that we have heard, it feels like internally they know exactly what's going on. Yeah. Um, externally, they haven't, you know, decided to put out that that the information on DC or some of the other position coach openings and potentially even offensive coordinator that are that are quote unquote open. But it feels like inside the building they know what's going on and they mm -hmm. have that. So if you're a kid who was planning on coming here and you're saying, okay, well, I haven't heard anything yet about who the defensive coordinator is, like you can get that information. If they have it, they're not going to be like, nope, we're trying to keep this a secret. Yep. Sorry, we can't tell you. You can just go ahead and go back to FSU. Like that's not, they're not going to allow that to hurt recruiting. Mm -hmm. This is definitely more one of the two things that I mentioned before. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about some linebacker options in the portal here and what, I mean, this is instantly, I think, become this team's biggest need at this point uh, as linebacker. Juju's obviously gone. Um, Marvin Ham entered the portal as well. Demoy Kennedy was kind of hit or miss at times. I think mm -hmm. he might have still been recovering mm -hmm. from that injury as well, too. Both 22s uh, needed yeah. probably another year for their injury. But uh, do you think this speeds up the D.C. announcing process? No. No. I we're really still on don't. Coach Prime time. Yes, we're we're quite literally on prime time yeah. until uh, until the day that he decides to uh, <laughs> leave or retire, um, and and that's fine. Uh, you know, like I really don't think that that is going to hurt anything that's tangible, uh, except for like reporters who are going to cry about it. <laughs> uh, I will say uh, again, we'll get to portal options here in a bit. This team brought in three young linebackers last year. And we, 
I don't think we saw any of them. Morgan Pearson, oh, yeah. uh, Kofi Taylor Barracks, mm-hmm. and Victory Johnson. Yeah, good um, point. All three guys who we watched the tape, we thought they were pretty athletic. We liked their ceiling or their potential of their ceiling. So there's still guys in play who could... They're obviously going to get some run now during spring ball. We're going to find out exactly what those guys have pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I would assume they are going to take one or two... Uh, more linebackers from mm-hmm. the transfer portal. Um, you know, the most likely one, which we'll get into here in a second, would be uh, Lejonte Wester's brother, mm-hmm. which is I forget his first name, um, but he's a he's a Wester boy, <laughs> and uh, the, I I wouldn't be surprised if they go after one more. Mm-hmm. But you're right, you know, for all the. Uh, hand-wringing about recruiting versus transfer portal like one of the benefits um of going through the freshman route is you have these guys who took a year adjusted to the college you know way of life Mm -hmm. and are talented very talented players that you know could absolutely uh pop off one of them it's not out of the realm of possibility for one of them to become a really really good player and that to start this year well, and we've got some other guys, too. Um, Jeremiah Brown. I think we all thought we'd get more from JB this last year. This is now turning into a massive opportunity for him. Uh, I think, is uh, Levante Bentley still playing? Do we know? I think so. Okay. Yep. So now you have a returning starter there, too. What a weird world that we don't know it's the insane. answer to that definitively. A hundred percent. And let me just say this uh, to kind of go a little further on a point I made earlier um, just to kind of paint that picture in case anyone wasn't following. And this is not me like sneakily sneaking in a scoop here. Cause <laughs> I really don't know. Who, I really don't know who the defense coordinator yeah. is, uh, but let's just say it were lovey Smith and he runs a Tampa two defense. DJ Lundy, not necessarily a Tampa two linebacker. Yeah, downhill guy. Uh, a, a very much a downhill guy, and and you expect him to play in the middle. Mm-hmm. The middle is maybe the most demanding position of the Tampa two because you are kind of playing safety in a way. Right. Uh, you're taking that you know deep middle yep. out, so you got to really be able to like get back there. And uh, you know, a lot of times I remember. Uh, actually, I forget who it was, uh, but a lot of times you'll see uh, you know a in the Tampa two like a middle linebacker gets sucked up into the defense on a run fake and then they just got, got to turn around and oh sprint. they bail yes <laughs> and they're sprinting like dj lenny's not built for that mm-hmm. now again i have no idea if that's what they're doing um but if that were to be the case that would probably be a mutual kind of thing of like hey look we really loved you in charles kelly's defense um but we we don't think it's better for either of us for you to play in this position we don't think that's going to set you up for success that's kind of the, I would say the best case scenario for Colorado here is that it, it was a scheme fit thing more than a, you know, a wrestling match over an NIL bag. Right. Um, but it's just a possibility and, and a very real one, especially in that specific case. Uh, I forgot Trevor Woods, too. He made the conversion to linebacker as well. Um, I know he's kind of in that position change. Obviously, his body is meant more for playing safety. You want to talk point. about Tampa, too? linebacker I mean, he's got the speed for yeah. it yeah um but man demoy kennedy what an opportunity here to really take advantage of what we thought he could have been last year um he doesn't have you know the graduate transfers in his way now he really hopefully he's healthy too but 
man, he could become an impact player on this defense, a key cog for this defense. Uh, as soon as once they strap on the pads and start playing here in a few weeks, just at uh, on campus. Yep. And, and you mentioned him. I mean, I'm a huge JB fan. Uh, I love the way he approaches the game. Uh, I like the speed that he plays with. Mm -hmm. um, he was just kind of, I don't know. It didn't feel like he found his, his landing spot last year. Um, I always liked him better at edge. Right. Um, they didn't really, you know, they were obviously wanted to be bigger out there with guys like McClendon and JD playing out there. So um, he makes the move to middle linebacker. I think that was a transition period for him. And there was a lot of moving parts out there, and he didn't get a lot of burn. But, you know, this is another opportunity for him. I mean, you talk about a guy who deserve an opportunity. Yep. Um, he does everything right. Yep. Uh, and his teammates love him. His coaches love him. Um, and he's a, a good football player. Yes, he so, is. So, you know, th there's another one that you could point to. I mean, he was an impact player at JSU. Um, what do you have, like almost 10 sacks? And even at that point, he was kind of in between positions. I think he was playing a little bit of both. They were just trying to see what exactly where he fits in um kind of went through that again this year as you said so there's massive opportunities for like six guys in this linebacking room now yep all right uh let's get really to the, quick yeah go ahead just i don't know do you did this worry you at all did this shake your confidence at all did this set you back at all you can't lose what you never really had mm. He committed to you. He came and visited, put on the uniform. Yeah, but he was in the plans for what two, three weeks. They'll be okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think this is a a panic moment. It's a loss. Like you, you can't for sure pretend like it's not. But I feel confident that they're going to be able to fill that position. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're about to get to it here in the portal. It's, I mean, kind of late in this portal period now, but you have a whole second one to go through. And you've got plenty of guys at this position who could be ready to step up and become a great player, especially those freshmen. So um, I understand why some people would be concerned, but personally, no. I mean, it's sweat off my brow, really. So it's, speaking of sweat, don't break one on an escalator. Don't break one on the escalator. There you go. Uh, shout out to our friends over at Circle K. Big Circle K fans here at DMVR and All City. Um, but Circle K is your one-stop shop for whatever you need on the road, gas, snacks, drinks, all that good stuff. You can get in their inner circle. That's their free membership. It's easy to download. Uh, use the QR code, enter your email and phone number, and you're fully enrolled. You get your first five Phillips of gas, 25 cents off, five free Polar Pops are free, or first five Polar Pops are free, and every six free on several items in the store. Um, again, scan the QR code or go to www.circlek.com slash inner dash circle for more information. We love Circle K. Also, shout out to Bax and Shanker. If you've been hurt and it was not your fault, you definitely have a case with Bax and Shanker. And the best part about Bax and Shanker is they will not charge you a penny to take on your case until they win. That's how confident they are that they're going to win. Imagine if a team was so confident that they were going to win that they didn't charge you for your ticket to the game until after, depending on the results. <laughs> Imagine. That would be incredible. It would be incredible. And that's what Baxton Shanker does. Pretty so you, much. You can have uh, a free ticket <laughs> to the courtroom yep. uh, where they're not going to charge you unless they come out with the dub, which they do a lot. They've won a billion dollars for their clients. Uh, so check out our friends over at Baxton Shanker. And if you need to sue, smash the two, 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 two. Really quick. 
Yeah. I want to explain transfer rules, uh, the difference between signing an NLI and a financial aid agreement. Yes. So this is confusing, and, and I totally understand why, especially because Colorado rolled out most of their news, if not all of their news, about transfer signing on signing day. Yep. And so you could get the idea that signing as a transfer is like signing an NLI, which is, of course, a national letter of intent. When you sign your national letter of intent, you are bound to the school. Uh, it is a legally binding agreement. And if you wanted to back out of that, it would be up to the school whether or not they decided to release you from that national letter of intent. Mm -hmm. As a transfer, it is very different. Um, when you transfer schools and you sign, what you sign is a financial aid agreement. And this might change. I wouldn't be surprised if this changes uh, at some point. But as of right now, the financial aid agreement is only binding for the school, which is interesting. Right. Um, so if this were in reverse and Colorado decided, oh, we have a better option at linebacker. We actually want to tell DJ London, no, thank you. He can go back to Florida State or back into the portal. Uh, they wouldn't have had that, that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Once he signs a financial aid, aid agreement, the team is, the school is required to put him on financial aid. Um, but he can opt out at any point before he in, uh, attends a class. Yep. Uh, or technically, the, he is enrolled and classes begin. Um, that's, of course, when the financial aid would actually kick in. Yep. And so that's how uh, that then becomes binding to the player. Um, I also potentially read something about if they attend an official practice, um, it could be uh, binding, but I don't know that for sure. Um, the one thing I know for sure is once you attend a class, even if it was like summer school, um, you would that's when you are officially bound to the team. Mm -hmm. So this spring semester starts next Tuesday. Uh, we've seen some guys show up. The only thing I'll add to what you just said there is with graduates, it's it's completely kind of just whatever you want to yes. do. We yep. saw with Juju Mitchell. Um, I think he re-entered the portal, what was it, late July, early August after he left ASU. Um, and then he came to Colorado. Mm -hmm. I don't... Was DJ Lundy a grad? I don't think he was. I don't think it would have mattered anyway. But just for guys who have committed who are coming in um, in this portal period, you'll see a lot of them here in the next few weeks. They've already started saying they're showing up. Um, and you'll see them on campus. You'll know who's kind of locked in at that point. But there are going to be graduates who we will have to just wait on. Yep. Yeah, I mean, once you're a grad transfer, you can just do whatever the hell you yeah, want. Literally. Sounds fun. You can pretty much just say, like, they don't have a grad program for me, right? And then you're like, yep. good to go. I guess I, in my fifth year, I also did whatever the hell I wanted. Same. <laughs> All right, let's get to Portal, guys. Uh, we start with... Go ahead. Before we get into that portal, I do want to mention, there still is the spring portal. And as yes. we saw last year, the spring portal uh, was plentiful when it came to players. Uh, it'd actually be interesting to go back and look at the comparison and impact between uh, spring portal players and the other portal players. I'm trying to think who was like the big spring edition. Zay? He committed actually in like February. Okay. He didn't show up till after the spring game though. Okay. Um, obviously Juju. That's hard to kind of... Jaquez was a big one after the, the spring game. Yep. I Arden? remember that's where we learned Arden, I think, as well. 
Which, by uh, the way, we, we don't talk enough about Arden when we talk about edge players. Yeah. I mean, Nick Williams had great praise for yep. him at the end. So did JD, really. He's going to be a beast. Yep. All right, let's get to the portal. We talked about him yesterday when we talked about LeJonte. Jalen Wester is still in the portal. Uh, this could very much well be a package deal between the brothers. Of course, we have Shiloh Shador. Um, we've got the Wade brothers who just came in as well. Jalen Wester last year played in 11 games for the Owls, had 55 tackles, seven and a half tackles for a loss, one sack, two passes defensed, and one forced fumble. He was only a 2022 two-star recruit, um, but he's obviously already outplayed that. Listed at only six foot 200, though. His brother's pretty small, too. Yeah, I mean, you'd like to have more size at that position, but it feels like he can play. Um, so, I, you know, especially I love the kind of brotherly connections uh, within the team. I think it's a cool kind of way to help build on the family atmosphere that Coach Prime is so big on. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm in on uh, bringing in Jalen Wester. Um, next guy is Ian Jackson. Alabama's had a lot of players into the portal. Yeah. They had a lot last year. They've had even more this year. He did not play this last year, but he was a pretty high-profile high recruit in the 2021 class. Was a 2-4 sports comp consensus four-star, top 250 player. Again, did not play this last year. Listed at 6'1", 235. Um, but he did have... He's played in four games in his career, but was a highly touted recruit. Again, this is just where we're at in the portal right now. Yeah, it's kind of funny. This is um, like the old portal. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got the two people you just talked about. You've got a productive, under-recruited player uh, who you know was probably under-recruited because he's undersized. Yep. And then you have a... Pretty much no production, highly recruited player uh, with better size, mm -hmm. but with no college tape to lean on. Yep. Um, and you, you know, you, there's no right or wrong answer um, on a case to case basis. Which one you go with? Um, you know, there's going to be times where you hit on the uh, the higher gamble player, which is the one who doesn't have tape but has more upside. And there's going to be times where a guy like you know, Jalen Wester just needs an opportunity at the next level to show that he can do it, right. you know, everywhere. So exactly. it's, it's, a uh, it, it's honestly fun to think about from like a player, like from like the Corey Phillips standpoint. Oh yeah. It's like, you got to evaluate these guys based on the, the, whatever you have available and make your best educated guess and like stand by it. It yep. sounds fun as hell to me. That's why the draft is the best, man. Yep. I love it. Yep. Um, this guy is Pretty intriguing. Probably one of the more intriguing linebackers available right now, and that's Julian Simon. He was a 2021 four-star recruit, also top 120 player. He started at USC, only played in three games in two years, in 2021 and 2022. He left, entered the portal last year, went to Tulsa, and had 58 tackles, 10 tackles for a loss, two and a half sacks, two passes defense, one fumble recovery. Listed at 6'2", 240. He's in the portal. That sounds pretty good to me, Jake. That's probably the most promising player yeah. that we have at this position right now. Yeah, yeah. size. Mm -hmm. uh, what, how many tackles for loss? Ten? Ten tackles for a loss last year. That, that, yeah, he's, he was playing. Yep. Um, played in all 12 games, too. I don't know if he started. Next guy. It's hard to get ten tackles for loss coming off the bench. Yeah, for sure. Um, this next guy... Was another highly touted re recruit, 
Daniel Heimley? Probably not. H E I. All right. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a good. It's a good guess. It just didn't feel right. I. I mean, I don't know. I'm gonna say Heimley. Heimley. Okay. Um, he's from uh, East Palo Alto, California. He played for the Arizona Wildcats last year. Was a 2019 recruit who committed to Washington. Uh, played there for a few years before he entered the portal. Last year at Arizona, played in 11 games, but I'm assuming wasn't a starter. Only had 15 tackles, two tackles for a loss, one fumble recovery. A lot of players like this in the portal left. Yep. yep. Um, what, what was the guy's name that you just mentioned? The 10, 10 tackle for loss guy? Um, that was Julian Simon. All right. I'm putting him firmly on my radar. All right. Next guy is... Another one of the, I guess, best linebackers left in the portal. Raymond Scott, uh, an older player, was in the 2018 recruiting class. <laughs> what? Uh, it was a 247 Sports Composite four-star. So he's going into his seventh year or sixth? Sixth year. I don't think okay. he played last year. Okay. Um, let me double-check the stats here. But, yeah, he's obviously played a lot of college football. Um, yeah, I don't see any stats. Oh, no, he did play last year. Uh, played in eight games, 22 tackles. For who? Fresno. Okay. So committed to USC as a 2018 recruit. Uh, entered the portal, went to Fresno. He's back in the portal. So that's another kind of player that we're going to have, is just these guys holding on for one more year. That's what's left at this point. For sure. Um, the next player that we have here is... How many you got? Huh? How many you got? I've got one, two, four more. All right. Could do three more. Speed it up. Uh, Nakai Hill Green. This was a 2020 three-star recruit. Uh, committed to Michigan. He entered the portal last year. Committed to Charlotte. Um, or is he committed? Because it says he's committed to UCF. Two in the weeds. I mean, this is what happens. I, I go in the portal and I look at these players, and it's like, all right, did he play last year? He only has eight tackles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, next guy, though, Ozzie Nicholas. I think we've talked about this guy before. Played at Princeton, was a 2023 star recruit. Um, I think a lot of people are kind of sick of these lower level transfers. That's all what we had last year, basically. Uh, but this was a good player at Princeton. Has played a few years there. Was uh, second team All Ivy League in twenty two. Last year he had one hundred and four tackles, six and a half TFLs, four and a half sacks, one forced fumble, um, and seven quarterback hits. All right. And then this kid just entered the portal, Austin Harnitow. Wow, I would say Harnitow. I mean, come on. I would say Harnitow. Harnitow. <laughs> Either way, he just entered the portal because uh, he played for Washington. Was a 2022 three-star recruit. Only played in three games this last year. Last guy I have, David Jones Jr., uh, three-star linebacker in the 2020 class. He played at Cincy uh, the last four years. Played in only six games last year. Uh, no stats. All right. How about one who's not in the portal, Jake? <laughs> Who do you got? Jake Cheney. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, our guy, Coach Cheney, has had some incredible timing this week. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> we think like an accidental tweet of Jim Leonard, which was then deleted. I've got my theories, but <laughs> everyone has their theories. Uh, and that, of course, got everyone talking about Jim Leonard all week. And then was it minutes before? I believe it was minutes before the DJ Lundy news became public. <laughs> yeah. Uh, James Cheney just posted Jake Cheney, 677 snaps in 2023 with a picture of Jake Cheney. Yep. <laughs> Obviously, his son. Yes. Was a 2021 recruit, um, was a three-star player, of course, out of Lehigh Acres, which is where Coach Cheney coached. I don't know if he played for him out there. Um, But, yeah, you mentioned the stats last year. Was a pretty big contributor for this Wisconsin Badgers defense. Played in all 13 games. Three sacks as well, seven TFLs. What are his specs? Um, Well, Wisconsin doesn't have his weight listed. I can tell you he's 5'11", though. He looks the part in this picture that Coach Cheney posted. Yeah, I mean, he looks like a linebacker. Yep, yep. Um, Try and find a listing here. So, I mean, obviously, you you don't want to read too much into it because he could just be posting because he's proud of his son. Right. Um, But also, Colorado has a need at linebacker. I mean, we know it's a family affair. We've got Coach Mathis with his son. We've got Coach Prime with his sons. Mm -hmm. Why not bring in another one? We've got brothers all over the place. Yep. I'm in. I'm in on the uh, the family atmosphere, and obviously bringing a, a linebacker in from Wisconsin would be huge. And heck, if Jim Leonard is the defensive coordinator, Plug I'm sure he wouldn't mind bringing someone over <laughs> yeah. who knows his defense. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll we'll keep an eye on that one. Five eleven two thirty five is what ESPN says. Okay. But that's about it. There's been some. If you go to like two four seven sports and go to the transfer portal and sort by latest, um, there's quite a few. I don't know if late entries is exactly the word, but a lot of them like Washington players who I assumed entered the portal, just didn't announce it, kind of stayed with the team through the national championship game. Um, So we'll see who trickles in and out. But yeah, this looks like something that's probably going to have to wait till the spring now. Yeah, yeah, probably. And that's fine. Uh, I kind of like the idea of getting all of those young guys, uh, you know, opportunities mm-hmm. uh in the spring and see you know see if one pops um i i know i've heard from different people around the program at different times between when they committed and now something good about all of those guys yep um so i'm excited to see victory johnson morgan pearson kofi taylor barracks um you know some of the other guys we mentioned jeremiah brown like these see these guys really get a, you know a chance to run with the ones and yep. see if anyone can pop um, I think didn't we have Morgan Pearson slotted as a starter at one point when we did? Uh, it must have been before, yeah, because we were, before Juju and Des Moines and all those. But it was yeah because we were in this kind of the same position we are now. We're kind yep. of uh, looking for someone at linebacker. Yep. So stay tuned. Shout out to our friends at Red Hawk Roofing. We are big fans of them, and they are big fans of us here at DMVR. We've got decades of experience. If you need a new roof over your home or business, make sure you check them out. You can get a free no-obligation roof and property inspection and a free in-depth photo report for all inspections. Um, It's going to get freezing, below freezing this weekend. Have you seen that? I mean, why would I care? I'm going to be on the couch watching football. I I agree, (laughs) but it's literally going to be like four degrees out here this weekend. Damn. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be even colder in Kansas City for that... uh 
Chiefs Dolphins game. Is it really? Yes, yeah, potentially the coldest uh, game in NFL history. Oh my God, that's insane. Not good um, news for the Dolphins. No, not my at all. My guy Mike McDaniel getting a tough shake. Yeah, bummer for them. But I guess they could have just won, and then they could have avoided well, that. Well, yeah, of course. There's always that. Yep, yep. If you need a new roof, check out Red Hawk Roofing. Uh, tell them DMBR sent you. Check them out at redhawkroofing.com. Man, looking back, like I was gathering my things, getting ready to leave Vegas, mm-hmm. so I wasn't totally dialed into Sunday Night Football. Like, yep. The stakes on that were incredible. Yep. I mean, win the division and play at home in the playoffs or go to Kansas City and play in zero degrees. Well, and I think Dre told me, I think before the Steelers won on Saturday, I think Buffalo was in a spot where if they won, they won the division, obviously. If they lost, they were out of the playoffs. Unreal. Crazy. Yeah, I, I kind of miss the drama watching the Broncos lay an egg in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Can't yep. happen this week, baby. Yeah, we're free. <laughs> Uh, Fubo. All right. Shout out to our friends at Fubo. Uh, whether you're watching the NFL playoffs this weekend or uh, we've got Avs, Nuggets, and Buffs all playing tonight. Uh, and yeah. you can watch it all on Fubo TV. Uh, so go to Fubo.com, uh, FuboTV.com slash DNVR uh, to get in on all uh, a great discount over at Fubo on your first uh, kind of venture mm-hmm. into the Fubo game, which you're going to love. Uh, so check them out over there, especially if you're an Avs or Nuggets fan. One of the few ways you can watch those teams. Love Fubo. All right. Um, I really only have one note here, and that's what came through yesterday. I kind of missed this, actually. A lot of people missed this. This went under the radar, but we talk a lot about defensive coordinator. Uh, we even talked about some more candidates yesterday, one of them being Dennis Thurman. Mm-hmm. But... Um, a Hawaii newspaper reported yesterday that he is a candidate to join their coaching staff. They have an opening at co-defensive coordinator. And that would be interesting. Very um, interesting. We had kind of talked about how it appeared as though he didn't want a defensive coordinator position at Colorado. Um, but, I mean, if he were to take that, I think that would probably lead us to believe that wasn't true. Mm-hmm. Um with that being said, he's you know around retirement age. Who doesn't want to go spend those years in Hawaii? Absolutely, bro. <laughs> I don't know how you say no to that if you're DT. Honestly. I don't know. I, I remember uh, when I was in elementary school, one of my best friend's brothers was uh, a decently recruited quarterback. Mm-hmm. And one of his offers was Hawaii. And I think he was like down to Hawaii, Boise State, and one other place. And I was like, how could you not go to Hawaii? Uh, but then he had a good point. He was like, I want my parents to be able to come watch my games. And right. They're not going to make that flight every weekend. Um, so he went to Boise State and was part of the uh, team that won the Fiesta Bowl over Oklahoma. But as a late 60s man who's already kind of been there, done that. Yep. Uh, why not? <laughs> Sign me up. Yes. Getting a new stadium, I think, too, or already got it if they didn't play there this year. I think they did get the new stadium. Yeah, I mean, it sounds great. And you get to stick No one it. loves Hawaii more than Jake. I love Hawaii. And you get to <laughs> stick it to CSU one more time while you're there, too. Potentially. <laughs> Hopefully it's a last game, a uh, last-second field goal to end their bowl <laughs> hopes again. I forgot about that, <laughs> Funniest actually. Funniest thing ever. Oh, what an incredible night. Um, I do have one more thing. Shaman Mateo just tweeted, I think I just landed in the city, and I'm here to stay. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I guess you could never be too sure if you landed in the right place <laughs> yeah. if you've never been there. DIA well, is way here. the hell out there, so I don't know. Yeah, he didn't necessarily... La he landed in a city. Yeah. Not the city. But he did put a buff emoji. I love it. I love it. We need him. Uh, he's going to be awesome. And when we were talking about leading receivers yesterday, we were obviously focused on wide receiver. But a right. lot of people in the comments said, don't forget about, you know, Shimon Mater. Uh, so we didn't forget about him. He's one of one, essentially, in the tight end room. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to add there. But he's going to be a big, big contributor for this team. All right, Jake. What's I up? I got something for you. Okay. Give me your vibes list. Top three potential defensive coordinators. Vibes. Um, Based on like what you what you're feeling. So like the favorite, like who like, I would list as the favorites. Yeah, you get three picks in order of who you think is most likely. Still going, Lovey number one. Okay. I don't think that anyone's emerged enough to really, I guess take that spot from him at this point, um, even though it's as uncertain as it is with him. Number two, I will go with Jim Leonard. Um, just the buzz this last week, it's kind of hard to deny. Mm -hmm. So that's about my reasoning there. Last guy, I'd probably say an NFL guy, someone like Brian Flores or someone, someone that we're just waiting to have them make decisions and then see if they're brought into the fold. All right. Uh, we're close. Okay. I would go one lovey two Jim Leonard, three Ed Reed. Uh, I'm not putting Ed Reed yeah. Ed to bed quite yet. Um, and a uh, friend of the program, at least we liked him. I don't know if he liked us. <laughs> friend of the program, RJ young uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> tweeted out his top five candidates. And he had yes. Ed Reed number one. Charlie Strong, number two. Yep. Al Harris, number three. Leslie Frazier, which would fit kind of your mold, number four. Uh, and Mike Zimmer, who, of course, we've talked about as number five. Al Harris, the former Green Bay Packers cornerback. That Al Harris? I, I Is there any other ones? I don't know. I don't think so. Let me see what he's doing right now. Secondary coach in Dallas. Okay. There you go. Oh, he's everyone loves him. Yeah. 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 Um, as soon as you said that, it, the, the image clicked into my head. Yeah, he's he's being he's I think he's being talked about for an NFL defensive coordinator job um, because he's done such a great job with that Cowboys secondary. Yeah, he really has. Um, who's the rookie who has the pick six record? Bland, Bland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deron Bland, I yeah. think. Um, is he a rookie or second year? No, he was a rookie, like a yeah. fifth round pick. And then of course uh, Trayvon Diggs. Yep. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he would be really exciting if they were to get him. I mean, we'll see what happens with that because we got the Pete Carroll bombshell today and Dan Quinn's apparently a favorite, so he might just get the bump up there in Dallas mm, too. Good call. Good call. Uh, but Ed Reed, has to, to me, has to stay in the mix as a potential guy there who honestly is a, a, a roll of the dice that I would be more than willing to take. I'm glad you brought him up because when I was talking about DC candidates this weekend and I talked about Ed Reed, I said it. I think this would be a game changing hire. Yeah. Um, just for the fact that we just saw what Coach Prime had to go through to get this opportunity, how he felt like he was ready for it and he couldn't get it from FSU, of course. That's the big one. There was a few other schools in there that we know of. 
Um, but he had he had to really literally high school to FBS at JSU. All the way down to Pee Wee. Yeah. And he you saw his admiration for Ed Reed and just how much he cares about him, that relationship, obviously, last offseason. I think he wants to give him an opportunity like that, though, to be to just be a coach right away, pretty much, because yeah. we know who he is. Well, and, and if Ed Reed were, you know, from a Ed Reed perspective, if he were to come here and have any sort of success, um, he's getting that head coach job, you know, very soon thereafter. Yes, exactly. Uh, especially from a from a coordinator position. Um, so, you know, I I'm with you on the idea of it being a game changing hire. I, the the recruiting impact would be immeasurable, but. Ed Reed is also one of the smartest defensive backs to ever play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like you're just saying, oh, he's a big name and he was a good player. Like, no, dude, he's a genius football mind. Maybe the Peyton Manning of NFL defense. Yep. Um, so I would absolutely love it. And just because there's a little bit of a risk there that he hasn't called defense before is not enough to scare me off of it. Right, and I mean, there's people in the comp. Does he know how to coach? That's exactly what people were saying about Coach Prime mm-hmm. a few years ago. What they were saying last year yep. about Coach Prime. I just think, look, Ed Reed would be a game-changing hire in that we might be seeing the start of these NFL just legends um, making the transition to coaching a lot faster than they would have before, and also just kids would want to play for this staff. If you oh just line it with gold jackets... As if they don't already. Right. But you add Ed Reed and Warren Sapp to Deion Sanders, and yeah. uh, you're you're doing something that's completely unprecedented, and like you said, game-changing. He's, look, Coach Prime, A lot of everyone knows who he is, and that's why they want to play for him. These kids have seen Ed Reed play, though. Yep. Like, Coach Prime was done in, what was it, 05, I think, with the Ravens? Ed Reed played till 2012. Yeah. Kids watched him play. Yep. All right. That it? Do you think there's a potential that the person who's getting this job we haven't even talked about yet? Absolutely. Okay. That's like the the Coach Prime specialty. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, we weren't talking Phil Lodeholt until his name kind of popped up, right? Yep. I think there's a good chance the same thing for offensive coordinator. Has too. there been a, a press release about that? About about Phil Lodeholt? Like, has that officially come no. out? I <laughs> no. I was just going to say that. So if it weren't for... Um, Brian Howell. Brian Howell doing some... Actually, I think it also came out from the Oklahoma side. Let me see. But Brian Howell, I think, broke that uh, the night of the Coach Prime premiere. Yep. So if it weren't for that, then uh, we might not even have that yet. Uh, Sports Illustrated reported it, too. Was that just off of Brian? I'm trying to see right now. Yep, it is off of Brian. Yeah. So, no surprise there. Um, so yeah, th- that's my uh, that's my point. Is if it weren't for that, we wouldn't even know that one yet. Do you think the defensive coordinator is in the building, and they're just hiding him? <laughs> I don't think they're hiding anything. They're just not telling. They're not, but like. We've got well off and all this stuff. There's ways for them to just sneak in. Like we we have learned stuff 
from less with this team. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> true. You know what I mean? Like it's true. Yeah, I don't know. Uh I I would not be surprised at all. Um Phil Little was in the building long before yes. we knew he was. Yes. So yeah. And Coach Prime said it too, right? He said it on the um show he did with Neely and, and Chico and, yeah, and all those guys, yeah. RJ, yep. uh Colin. So he uh yeah, he said it on there. He's like, Oh yeah, we got a guy, he's in the building, he's doing great work. Yeah. <laughs> Just leaves it at that. If they got Jesse Minter, I mean, my lord. They are cooking. That's not gonna happen I don't think though. So. Uh all right. What do we got, Alyssa? Uh, cut C2K. Did y'all see what Cat Williams said about Coach Prime? All positive words. We winning this year. I didn't see. I, there was some like controversy with it with what he no, said too. No, this was a different thing. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I don't think so. Um, yeah. Shout out Louise who tagged us uh, in a video uh, of what Cat Williams said. Yeah, it was all great. It's all great. It's cool. I'll have to go back and watch it. Um, Lonnie with the super chat. Where do you think CU will end up in the Big Twelve? First, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> near the top. Um, realistically, though, I mean, I think Utah could be a player again this year at the top. I think yeah. Kansas State could be as well. Arizona, Arizona for sure. Kansas, so it's. I think the perception out there is they're going into a weaker conference, which they absolutely are. It's just not stacked with the Oregon's and the USC's and stuff like that. But this is going to be a competitive conference at the top. And yeah. I don't think a lot of people are giving it the credit it deserves at this point. I mean, it's put Colorado aside for one second, and it's a it's a concert without a headliner. Um, yeah. It's a bunch of bands you've heard of, but there there's no one in there that you're like, damn, like that sells tickets, that moves the needle. Colorado is that team if they can back it up with their play. Mm -hmm. Like the 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 headliner Shador and Travis and Coach Prime, you know, like that is that moves the needle. Yep. More than, you know, um is it Jalen Daniels at yes. Kansas? That's confusing as hell. Yep. Um but you know, <laughs> and um what's their coach's name again? Uh Leopold, right? Yes, yes, Lance Leopold. Yeah, like that's not that's a good coach and a good quarterback. Yep. It's not that doesn't sell. Uh, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't get people lining up at the box office. Right. Colorado does. And that's what's exciting about the Big 12 to me is it's like you're going into a place where they need you. They The Big 12 needs Colorado to yeah. be that team. Uh, and and so, you know, that, that's always beneficial. And it's why uh, I think there's a, such a great relationship there. At least it sounds like between Brett Yormark, the commissioner of the Big 12 and Coach Prime. Definitely. They want Colorado to be that squad. So Arizona would be the top-ranked team entering the Big 12 after this season. They finished 11th in the final AP poll. Um, Oklahoma State finished 16th. Kansas State finished 18th. And then Kansas finished 23rd. Yep. Another uh, stacked schedule. Ranked games, big games. They're probably going to have three or four at least ranked games next year. And they're all going to be on national television. Oh, yeah. And they're hopefully not kicking off at 830. <laughs> hopefully not, please. <laughs> uh, oh. Angela's asking, what site can you see who's in the portal? Um, I just use 247. Nice. Just go to 247, go to the top, go to transfer portal. And then you can look at all the players there. 
Sweet. Uh, Chad, what's up, man? Are we going to get a tight ends coach? From what we've heard, we... <laughs> as far have... as I'm concerned, this is another one that has already been determined uh, and is already in the building. Yes. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, don't... If you don't like the way that the information <laughs> is, don't take it up with us. Yeah. When do you think we get our next announcement, official announcement? Classes start Tuesday, right? Tuesday. Workouts start Tuesday? I don't know. That's an unk question that we'll have to get. Uh, they start Monday or Tuesday. Okay. Uh, so I bet you sometime next week. Finally. Hopefully. <laughs> Speculation sells as well. That is true. <laughs> We've had fun with it. Have hey, you not? I, 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 look, I'm very aware of the, I've done enough off seasons in my life to know that being able to, to uh, do a segment speculating on something is a gift. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, we got, you know, probably, a, what is it? How many days? 234 now? 234 Two, now. <laughs> we got 234 days to kick off against NDSU. Um, take out. I guess two sevenths of that in terms of shows. It's probably 175 shows at least. Yep. There will be time, plenty of time Oof. to discuss the news when it breaks. Damn, man. I don't like thinking about it that <laughs> way. It doesn't make me feel good. Uh, we have another one. Uh, Dallin says, how can we get tickets for the spring game? We will let you know. We'll yeah, let you know when they're on sale. It's not out there yet. B Ski says this is some bullshit. What is? <laughs> I think the waiting for the coaches. <laughs> <laughs> Could just be our show, which yeah, uh, not even wrong. Yeah, we're all right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> all right. righty. Do you have anything? Nope. I was gonna say we uh, we move on to the next. On to the next. We'll be back tomorrow. Um, stay tuned, man. Stay uh, stay grounded. Keep perspective during this whole thing. Stay on the escalator. Stay on the escalator. Let's go buffs. Let's go buffs. We all silly like the mayor.